Greetings. We're here with Professor Noam Chomsky of MIT, the most quoted living author. And I'd like to ask Noam a couple questions about uh, about Gaza since it's in the news. Here we are. We're, we're on, it's inauguration day. We have new president in office. And can you tell us about the, the chances for a reasonable settlement? I mean, it's a pretty straightforward, actually. For 30 years, there's been an extremely broad international consensus on the shape of a peaceful settlement. It, a little variation here and there, but the basic idea is uh, there is an international border called the Green Line, the pre-June 67 border. Uh, there should be settlement on the international border uh, with uh, the U.S. formulation was uh, minor and mutual modifications, so you straighten out some curved lines and that sort of thing, uh, maybe a little exchange of territory. Uh, but that's the basis for the settlement, and it should be a peaceful settlement which recognizes the rights of all states in the region to live in peace and security within recognized borders. It's the wording of the main UN resolution, uh, and other things about you know just how do you work out Jerusalem? You know, what do you say about refugees? I and mean, there's another uh, range of things. Okay, that's the international consensus. Uh, it was brought to the. UN Security Council in 1976 by the Arab states with the support of the PLO. Uh, the US vetoed it. Uh, they vetoed it again in 1980. I won't run through the whole record, but it's a record of US international isolation uh, uh, to keep from implementing the international consensus. Now, the, uh, the votes in the Security Council of the US just vetoes it. In the General Assembly, the votes are, you know, like 151 to 3 mm -hmm. the United States, Israel, and Marshall Islands or something like that. Uh, and it runs right up till today. The Clinton offer, some people say, well, the Palestinians should have just taken that. Could you comment briefly yes, on that? propaganda. Clinton, see, there the two Clinton offers, and people only talk about the first one. The first one was at Camp David in 2000, when the U.S. and Israel did make Israel never made an offer, but Clinton sort of made it kind of a vague offer. Uh, the Palestinians didn't accept it, which is true. Uh, and Clinton recognized shortly after that the offer was completely unacceptable to any Palestinians. And he then proposed what are called his parameters. That's in December 2000. He said, okay, here are the parameters of the solution, a little vague, but more forthcoming than the Camp David offer, which he knew that nobody could possibly accept. Uh, well, and he then made a speech in which he said both sides have accepted the parameters, both sides have reservations. Uh, they met in Egypt, in Tabak, in January 2001, Clinton's last month, and the two sides negotiated, and they went way beyond the Camp David Agreement. They came very close to a resolution, and in their last press conference, they said if we had a few more days, we could probably resolve everything roughly in terms of the international consensus. Um, Israel terminated the negotiations prematurely. Is the end of that. That's what actually happened. But that story is, and it's not like it's it's not really debated. I mean, the facts are very clear; they're not challenged. Uh, but it's it's just doesn't fit the party line, so it's suppressed. And what you hear is what you said. Palestinians had this generous offer and they refused it. No, it's the opposite. Should have taken it. It's the opposite. And um, they, they were getting near a resolution and Israel terminated the negotiations. Wow. Uh, and, uh, you know, that just, you just can't talk about that.
And it's like the references to Hamas. Uh, every statement about Hamas in the press, you know, it's uh, Iranian-backed Hamas, which is intent on destroying Israel. Try to find a statement that says democratically elected Hamas, which is calling, which has, is, has joined the international consensus on a two-state settlement, which Israel and the U.S. are blocking. But you can't find that statement. Even regarding Iran, most people aren't aware that we went in there and overthrew Mohammed Mossadegh, yeah. and that the hostilities, that's when they started in 1953. Goes beyond that. And as soon as Iran overthrew the, the population, overthrew the tyrant we'd imposed, the U.S. supported Saddam Hussein right. in a murderous war against uh, Iraq. We supported him militarily, diplomatically, uh, basically authorized his use of chemical weapons, which killed hundreds of thousands of Iranians. Uh, I mean, the U.S. continued to support Saddam Hussein right through his worst atrocities, right. the Kurdish massacres. The Iranians, we may not like to remember that, but they surely remember it. And in fact, immediately after the war, uh, we imposed harsh sanctions on them, which have remained. Mm. So the United States have been torturing Iran since 1953. Yeah. I mean, we may not like to think about it, but you know, they surely remember it. If somebody had done it, that's what we'd remember. So here we are on the day of the inauguration, and, and we have uh, Barack Obama in it. But one thing I wanted to say is that you know this whole uh, the divisions of mankind. You and I have discussed this before. We all have a common ancestor. I mean, so the, these whole... And not that, I mean, in evolutionary terms, it's pretty recent. Right. Uh, every, every one of us comes from a small group in East Africa about 50,000 years ago. So last thing, uh, here we are at the height of the information age, and I guess elementary truths are still easily varied somehow. Do you agree with that? Very easily. Okay. Thank you very much, Noah. <laughs> Good to see you again.